Mic check. Check. Check, check. Check. Check, check, double check. Check. Check, 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 check. Wah, wah, wah. Damon's in. Welcome, everybody, to the Vlex Podcast, episode 50, where we fucked up the first time, so we're starting over. Yeah. I'm your host, Jabo, joined with Pete. Yay. Danon. Me. Tim. Go. Did I already say Pete? Yeah. So I said everybody? <laughs> you did. <laughs> Pete's worth mentioning twice, though. And sometimes, Pete. sometimes. Hey, with the sidekick repeat. Yeah. Uh, uh, repeat. Oh, uh, uh, don't don't do that. I'm get repeat. 50, uh, Fifty episodes. Repeat. repeat free. Yeah, we actually never did repeat anything, mm-hmm. did we? Uh, we repeated. Except the recording sandwich. the first segment of this episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that next week. You guys missed such a good recording too. It's sad. Mm. It'll be on the lost tapes in the future, probably. What? It'll show up somewhere, somewhere, sometime. Hmm. So Remember, the cloud is just someone else's what's computer. What's the plan, man? What are we talking about today, Jonathan? So on today's Smash. agenda, we have a child in the room. Ah! Ah! Put your pants back on, Jonathan. My pants are on, Ken. Whoa! <laughs> the child just said she doesn't have pants. It's Nikki time. There are no naked children in this room. I just want everybody to know that right now. Yes, 100%. Now. We do not have any naked children in the house. Yes. Just a dog. And the dog has a coat. <laughs> and even the dog has pants. Well, he has a collar. <laughs> He's not technically naked. So, let's have a conversation. Shall we? Yes, we let's. Shall. It's almost the holiday buying season. Oh, yay. We're getting there. Actually, we are there. It is, yeah. It's going to be here before it's official. we know it. Home it Depot's starts... selling Christmas stuff. Oh, dude. Menards stores... are selling holiday stuff. Stores have been selling Christmas stuff since June, some of them. Walmart's advertising the toy catalog drop on Monday, on uh, Friday. I just got my Meyer toy catalog in the mail. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. And it cool sucks. It? No, because all the toys nowadays are just little little. Like eggs that you open up and you get the little plastic piece of shit. They're not like actual yeah. action figures or anything anymore. That's that's toys now. Plastic garbage. Plastic garbage. I mean, the toys when we grew up were plastic garbage too. But at least they were like articulated and you can use your imagination. And then we have Legos all around us. Right. Yeah, but Legos remain quality building materials. The manufacturing standards haven't changed much on Legos since they were first patented. Yeah, Ken loves that. 50 years ago. Ken, did you ever have an erector set? I did have an erector set when I was young. I had Lincoln Logs, an erector set. Uh, did you have Kinects? I did not have Kinects. I had Tinker Toys. Oh, oh Tinker I Toys. remember the Tinker Toys. They were actually yeah. kind of sweet. Yeah, the quality, like, you know, wood. Wood mm-hmm. piece Version of the erector set, more or less. Yeah, I mean, we might just be like biased because we but, like the toys that we grew up with. But I'm walking down that toy aisle and I don't see anything that looks cool anymore. There, you know, there are still a couple cool Transformers that are out there. Transformers still exist, yes. Yeah, there are GI Joes, but they look really cheap. Yeah, really? some of them do. But yeah. you know what? They actually brought back the the actual three and a halfs again. Like the original three and a halfs? Yeah. yeah. Just so everybody knows, Pete is sick today. Yeah, they're making me do this. I like against my will here. Yep. We have a knife to his throat. They ah, do basically. We gave you an out. 
Sounds like a knife. To, it feels like a knife to my throat. So since it's the holiday season and everybody that I know always seems to have a problem with finding other people gifts. It's gotten harder for some reason. Do you feel that way? Like I personally find myself, it might take me a little while to think of the perfect gift for the person, but eventually I get it. I'm always worried about running out of time. Like you're the last minute shopper? No, I, I try not to be, but I feel you like I can't find anything be. yet. That like, doesn't sound like a no. Well, I make a list, you know, and I go out and I fill that list, but <coughs> there are always some at the end of the list that I just don't know what to get. Like, my nephews are now of the age, one's in a freshman in college, the other's a sophomore in high school. What do you get them anymore? You know, when they were, when they were kids, you get, like, some sports thing or something or a toy or something like that, but what do you get kids like that now? You want to know oh, a hooker. Like, Gift cards to Pornhub. <laughs> You I mean, to, they might like that. But you want to know the honest answer to that? What? You still get them the toys that they liked, but get them the ones that they didn't get yet. No, because they won't. They won't do anything with them. They'll that's think what we're, weird. That's what. That's the whole point of this room, basically. Exactly. I'm 39 years old. I can buy all my own Legos now. That's true. Yeah, but and I have recently acquired new Legos. But for the longest time, most. Uh, I would say a solid 40% of what's here is actually stuff I've had for years and years and years. Yeah, but if I brought you a gift of a Lego set... Ken would you, like that. You would appreciate it, right? Oh, absolutely. That's my point. You could still buy them something of a brand that they liked before. Well, the thing is... I, they'll, I, still, they'll actually really appreciate it probably even more than the gift card to Target. That's possible. That's possible. I mean, I know what I would get each and every one of you guys. Danon would get a sword. Mm-hmm. Ken would get many. Legos, and Jonathan would get Transformers. It's that easy. Oh, yeah, that's because we know each other too well. Exactly. But here's the hard part. I have no idea what to get uh, my, my, my significant other. $5 Starbucks card. She See would if you like survived. that, actually, but you need <laughs> really? more than that. The $5? Wait, so you're saying that right now, as of right this moment, when we're recording this, at the last week of October... <laughs> That you don't know what you're going to get. Dude, I racked my brain for weeks. For weeks on this. For Christmas. And whenever you you ask her, what do you want for Christmas? She doesn't give you an answer. She says, I don't know or nothing. That's unhelpful. Right. Just get get her what she asked for. Right? Wait till (laughs) wrap an empty box. When she gets there, what's this? I don't know. Nothing. I don't know nothing. That would that would, she'd say okay, and then she'd pack her bag. And do leave. do keep like a, a ring or necklace in the car, just just in case she doesn't think it's as funny as you do. Have a backup plan then. Have yeah. a plan B. But you should definitely. Maybe I do give her plan B. <laughs> <laughs> what you want for Christmas? Get you pregnant and plan B. <laughs> That's terrible. It's like the Lord taketh, Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Is that what you're saying here? <laughs> Oh, that's oh. terrible, Danon. Wow. Me. <laughs> Anyways, what what were you what were you starting to, to talk about there, Jonathan? You brought this up for a reason, I'm assuming. Yeah. So I wanted to, us to talk about what would we get somebody for a gift for somebody who has everything. What are our 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 ideas for what we would buy somebody? Who's the hardest person to give a gift to? Well, if they already have everything, you got to give them something new. And experience gifts are a big thing. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. give them tickets to a show. Dirty, sexy money. Or dirty, sexy money. Do you want to just give them cash? Nice, cashy money. Cash is king, baby. Right from mm-hmm. the hooker's, hooker's uh, trousers there. All right. I was going to say from the lollipop. <laughs> yep, right in the lollipop. You know, maybe they like lollipops. Right in the lollipop. <laughs> give it a little twist. That would be an interesting take for a, for a dancer. That Okay. Moving on, and <laughs> I say we, uh, I would, I would probably give tickets or some kind of experience oh. gift, because then they've never yeah. something they've never done. Yeah. Lap dance, private dance, a tootsie roll, <laughs> <laughs> or a tootsie pop. Danan, sorry, okay, but yes, experiences. Danan's the only single one here. I would just like everybody to know this. So. Well, he might be With good that. reason. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, so, let, so let's actually brainstorm for this a second, since you don't know what to get Faith. Let's see if the three of us can mm. help you okay. figure out what to get Faith. Well, she's probably going to listen to this. Right. Well. Yeah, see, we can't do I this. Think, see, if I you guys feel, said I feel, like, I feel like Faith is smarter than them. Is what? Smarter than that. Well, she is, but she will also listen to it. Man, she loves you. Well, maybe we'll save this until we until the week of Christmas. That sounds better. Yeah. No, I mean the episode. We'll play this episode then. Yeah. Okay. So, Jonathan, what would you, what would you give for somebody who has everything? I have a list for us. Oh, a list. I'm shocked at this. Ken shocked. The king of lists, Ken. <clears throat> Twenty-two odd but brilliant gifts to get the person who has everything. We'll be the judge of this. If they're brilliant or odd. Right. Exactly. So we're gonna vote between Yay, the four of us if we would buy this for somebody. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to use faith as the person who we should buy this for them. Okay. Oh man. Are you ready? Number this is twenty-two. Get me in a lot of trouble. Stemless champagne flutes for the person who wants to celebrate. I vote no. 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 That's you, that's. You just dumb. mean drinking glasses? Yes. Yeah. They're mm. engraved, but whatever. Okay. That's like a bridal gift. Right. right pretty no, much. Nobody was excited that you went to Things Remembered for Christmas. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Next on the list. Or, as in the case of a, of a friend of mine, the first date. Oh, wow. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. That was bad. What? Carry on. Wait, wait, no, carry on. No, no, well, what, what did they I'll get in I'll, t- I'll tell you that story later. Oh, my goodness. Next on the list is the Hyper Trailer Beverage Cooler, which can cool coffee and other drinks in as quick as one minute. I think so, it could be cool. I, I would say yes. A refrigerator? That's what you're talking to me about? <laughs> a no, small refrigerator. This is actually something you put the drink in and it like has some sort of chemical. Theoretic- wait a minute, wait a minute. Theoretically, the snow could cool coffee in as So it just cools minute. a drink. This handy kitchen gadget can turn your coffee or wine from room temperature to chili in just one minute. No, that's no. dumb. Well, first of all, red wine's supposed to be served at room temperature. And Snap. I'm not going to... Sp- so ice will do the same job as ch- of chilling my coffee as this machine will. But this w- ice waters it down. This actually turns that water into ice around it, and when you put your liquid in the middle, will chill your drink in one minute. No. And will not water it down. I would buy this for somebody. This is... I would not. What is this, like, Hammaker Schlemmer Catalog Rejects? Right. I would buy this for somebody at work that I don't know well. Damon has a good answer. That's That sounds like one of those, like... What's, 
What's gifts? the retail yeah. price on this item, John? That retail mm. price is thirty dollars. Yeah, oh. that's good. Yeah, yeah. If I had a if I had a thirty dollar limit on my uh, my white elephant gift for work, I would Done. absolutely buy that. Done. Hundred percent. Done. Yeah. The next item on the list is something that we, well, at least three of us, have had vast experiences with. Copies. <laughs> <laughs> You're close. It does copy things and present them to you. It's the Nixplay widescreen digital photo frame. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Those are those still exist? They do still exist. We've talked about on this podcast how nobody gives a shit about their photos. We have. Yeah. Why do photo frames still a thing? I don't know, but it's still a thing, sir. Oh, no. 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 I would not buy no. this for anybody. No. Nope. Not even if I had an internet browser when I buy a digital photo right. frame. You mean like a shitty tablet that doesn't do anything else? Yep, yeah, pretty much. that's pretty much what it is. Because you still have to find a way to put wait, pictures wait, wait. on it so and the, then so update the, those pictures. So wait, the price point for that photo frame, $150. Bullshit. Oh, Hell, when we worked, the photo frames were like 20 bucks. No, they were over 100 back then, so. Were they? Yeah, but final mm. markdown, because nobody bought them, they were 20 bucks. Wait, is it like a Bluetooth photo frame that you can just no. flick pictures from your phone onto it? That would be too handy. Uh, yeah, actually, this one you can. You can connect it to your social media accounts and share your photos and videos that you've posted. Does that does that change your uh, no. answer there, Dana? Oh, it's also compatible with Alexa devices. No. Uh, right. you, want to see my, you want to see my Facebook photos? Go to fucking Facebook. Right, it's $150, <laughs> though. I'm not going to make it no. easy for you. If you came back with another 30, maybe at the office party. All right, what's next? All right, next on the list, a external lens for your camera phone. No. Dayton's a photographer. Right. He wouldn't get anybody an external lens for their camera phone. He hates camera I phones. actually would buy I, this for Dayton. <laughs> I would, I would use joke? it. I would use it. I, I don't know would, what for. I, I, but I would be interested. I own this. Oh, you own this? I do. You um, have a better lens for so your camera phone? Curbs and I went to the palette store. Did I, I told you guys about the palette store, right? Right. Okay. So they had one for like $3. Oh, for $3. Absolutely. And it was a whole pack of like, there's like 16 different lenses in it. One of them's a fisheye lens, which I love. Oh, three bucks though. That's nothing. Because um, the only way this face looks good is with a fisheye. <laughs> it's through a fisheye lens. I agree. Oh, is that where that came um, from? Yeah, it's exactly where it came from. Uh, so I would buy that for somebody. I would. Yeah. What's especially the price $3? They'd be stocking stuffer for everyone. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd, 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 buy, I'd buy the place out of them if, yeah. you know, if I could find 50 of them for 3 bucks. I'm on board. The retail for that is $15. Oh, that's not badly priced, even if Still, it... okay. Fewer people get them, but yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, but I could see why you guys would. Yeah. I like just so, would never use it. Like, like Dana says, great stocking stuffer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a decent stocking stuffer. Especially stocking if you stuffer. know somebody who's a social media whore. <laughs> Which is most of the kids under 18. Yeah. Everybody's on TikTok. Is that the thing now? That's the thing now. Oh, I never even... I missed Instagram. (coughs) If you go to TikTok and you look at it, it looks completely ridiculous, and it's only because I'm old, but it's... All it is is short short attention span theater. That's what it is. Right. So isn't it Vines? It's all... You kind of like Vines. It's all videos. Right. Short videos. Short... Yeah. Like eight second videos. Yeah, yeah, something I could never get into because it would annoy me. Hmm. Here we are. Next on the list, Pete, does Faith like brownies? Who doesn't? Well, does she like her brownies to be crispy? Sure. What part of the brownie is the best? Is it the center 
or I the think edge? the I, I think the nice, soft, squishy center is the So best. you like the center. I'm a center guy. Ken? I, I, I likewise enjoy the center. Danon? Uh, it depends. Like, probably the center. If it's well done, an but, edge piece. Yeah. But it can't be overcooked. It's right. a real fine line on that. Yeah. There is. Yeah. Does this device make it easy? It does. It's the Bakelicious Crispy Corner Brownie Pan. It only it makes, makes corners? And it only makes corners because it has three things that stick up in the middle. Oh, I six see what things, you're saying. Sorry. It has six things, sorry. So yeah. it's a muffin pan. Yeah, upside down. <laughs> a square muffin pan. <laughs> With another thing around it. Square muffin pan. <laughs> if your Baker Pal has a soft spot for brownies, as long as they're crisp at the edges, that is... Then this bizarre but brilliant brownie pan is the perfect gift. Never get the last reject brownie with soft edges again, as this pan ensures each square has a crispy golden edge. I'm going to say no, because you get you get both parties, right? If you're giving out brownies, you know, people like the edges and people like the middles. Why would you subject the people that like the middles to the edges? Well, because you're giving this gift to the person to make their own damn brownies. Right. Oh, I see. Uh, I would they, get right. Yeah, I would buy this. No. You would yeah. buy this? It's a, yes, I would. And it's only $22. Well, then buy it and make us brownies. Right. But somehow try and make them soft. That's the challenge. It's okay. the brownie challenge. The brownie challenge. Making soft, crispy corner brownies. Mm-hmm. Ken doesn't care about brownies at all. He's sleeping. Ken? Hi. Kirby likes the net, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a dirty lie, right? I'm sure she could become interested in it. I just, she doesn't knit. Oh. She crochets. Do you have like a, a crazy knitting automaton too. or something? No, this is a handmade ceramic bowl for your knitting yarn. Ooh, a Ooh. handmade ceramic. We have handmade ceramics around the house. I have yeah. bowls. Right? It's, well, it's there a you, bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. This one has cats on the side and it says knitty cats. You know. <laughs> How much is the bowl? No. I would rather the cats, I would rather the bowl said, show me your kitties. Uh, oh. <laughs> nice. I might think about it then, but then still, still say no. All right, next is a reusable lunch bag that's made from food-safe lining. It's not a no, gift. No, it's not a gift. You know why? Mm. Because you think it's a good idea, but you never wash those fuckers, and you end up never using them because they're not actually reusable. Because you have to wash them, and you never will. Because how do you wash the inside of a goddamn bag? Right, because Ziploc bags are reusable if you wash them. Right. Nobody's going to do that. My grandma used to do that. I bet. There's, that's she the used only to people wash who did. She grew up during the Depression. I mean, you know. Yeah, oh, they, okay. I get it. They just don't know how to squander wealth. It's, what, it's what a problem. Do you, what do you think about this bag, Jonathan? That's just a lunch bag. It's <laughs> a lunch bag. It's a lunch bag. You can just I mean, brown somebody, sack it. If somebody says it. they really need a lunch bill, I mean, yeah, maybe. Right. If they're really eco-friendly. But really, though, is it a gift? If someone gave you that, would you be like, oh, wow, you got me a gift? You would say, why did you buy me Ziploc bags? Would Ziploc bags be an acceptable gift? No. I'd no. almost rather have Ziploc bags. To be my, my ex-mother-in-law used to give toilet paper as a gift. Are you serious? I am. Did she, was she losing her mental capacity? No, she just liked watching people open things, like open gifts. And she was very practical. She wanted her gifts to be usable. Well, that's definitely usable. So, yeah, she, you, would get, you would get things like toilet paper. But it's only one-time use. But she was also she was also great if you like you is gave it? her toilet paper like she would she would appreciate that as a gift. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so especially you... if you're, like you come up with new and interesting ways. Like if you if they get out of the package and you like stack them all together and like wrap it as like a big tootsie roll. She dug it. Yeah, she was into that stuff. 
Oh, okay, weird. She was she was an interesting person. Sounds like it. So I guess that's I just a know your audience kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like that's a real small percentage of the population who's going to be excited of your creative toilet paper gift. Like, like my ex, my ex wife and I used to give her envelopes. Hmm. Like they owned a business and they had to remit their sales tax on a monthly basis and stuff. So I would print out labels and stick them on envelopes. We would give her the envelopes, hmm. pre-addressed and everything, so that all she had to do was put her stuff in there and send it. Oh, loved right. it. Well, at least loved that's the next year. step where it's not just envelopes. You gave her self-addressed envelopes. You could give her. Were... You you could give her just plain envelopes though. <laughs> wow. Can like, you self-address some toilet paper? <laughs> you can, but it's called your hand. They charge you. They charge you for uh, post uh, for postcard. Address the brown spot. Postage. Right. Oh, oh, okay. What's next? Probably the, 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 marath- the bathroom at the Marathon gas station off <laughs> off of exit two eighty five. I think yeah. this is the worst one on the list so far. It's a keychain with a USB port, so they can charge uh, their phone on the go. That's, yeah. might actually That's be a little bit more practical, for especially for people who are glued to their phones constantly. Right. Wait, wait. So the keychain is a battery? No, no. It just has the <laughs> USB plug with the phone charger on it. So you like when Pete didn't have his phone charger the other day at work, and I had to give him my spare. Yeah. So he could charge his phone at work. Uh-huh. So it's not actually a battery pack. It's just a... It's just a charger cable, but it's a real small one. Now, if it was a battery pack, <laughs> I mean, that would I guess be kind of sweet. Nice to have something around, but... An impractically small charging cable oh, yeah, doesn't it's like seem two inches. So your phone's just going to be like dangly from the tower. Yes, yeah, not no. t- that's with your no. keys, with your with, heavy keys, with your keys. That's a terrible idea. That sounds like a recipe for disaster. I said it was a bad one. Yeah. All right. Next on the list is the handcuff pencil holder. So this is the small statue of a hand that looks like this. <laughs> It looks like a hand with a claw at the top, yeah. And there's a red cup in it, and then they put their pencils in the red cup. You could just get them a cup. Right, you could... But this one's fancy, Red solo cup. It's artistic. Did you ever see the one, though? The best one was... Let's use some pencils. (laughs) You know what's funny is me and and Pete were thinking of a new song earlier today. What was our song? It was when we were on break. Oh, I'm I'm Better Than Nothing song? We had to pep ourselves up today, so we came up with the I'm Better Than Nothing song, and it didn't last very long, and it was really sad. Uh-huh. And I think the last line is, that's how we cope. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also very funny. Anyways, back to the pencils. So I saw the coolest pencil holder, Ken, and you would love it. It was Caesar, and you stick the pencils in his back. <laughs> I saw a knife holder like that. Oh, did you see a knife holder like I that? I a knife holder like that. That's pretty sweet. I would get that. That would be a sweet gift. It's, I would, I would it's give funny, it. at least. I would give that to somebody. Mm-hmm. How about a Bluetooth speaker that changes color with the music it's playing? Like it's coded to the music? Like So if you're playing like rock, it would be red. And if you're playing no. country, it would be turned off? It just pulses with the bass. <laughs> <laughs> if you're playing smooth jazz, it's light blue. Right. <laughs> because that if would be playing, kind of fun. If you're playing Deep House, it just strobes. Oh. Wow. Oh, Danon might actually like this one. Oh, here oh, you go, really? Danon. It's a Ooh. sword. <laughs> XNO SLR DSLR camera neck shoulder strap. $7 at Amazon. Neck it's got, shoulder strap? Yeah, and it's got flowers on it. Ooh. 
Floral. Like, go around your neck? Yeah. Fuck no, that. it goes around your shoulder. It's a shoulder. It's a, it's like a, a purse? Yeah. Any strap can be a neck-shoulder strap. Yeah. Wow. No, if you, like, wear it across your body like a bandolier. Was it a crossbody? It's like you Chewbacca. Could probably, you could probably wear it like a Wookiee. That's what I'm saying. Because well, that's that's my strap now, and I love it. So Danon will not like that one. I don't think so. You don't want the floral print? I'm not against the floral print. I'm just, I'm not convinced that that strap is going to be useful or functional. Okay. Would you say you hated it if somebody gave it to you, or would you rather have a tie? I would yell, I hate you, and throw <laughs> it at them. <laughs> Merry Christmas, I hate you. I want to see it happen, especially if it's your daughter that gives it to you. (laughs) Just storm out of the room and then go cry on my bed. Rage quit Christmas? (laughs) Oh, that would be beautiful. It's almost worth the psychological damage. (laughs) They got to learn it somewhere. Better here than in the streets. Ken, this next item on the list is something I would buy you. It's a hooker. It's the dead It's not a hooker. It's a metal and wood cart for your friend who entertains. Um, wait, 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 wait. Cart? <laughs> Just a cart? Just a nondescript cart. Here's your gift. It's a cart. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do with a fucking cart? You put it before the horse. <laughs> it's not that big of a cart. It has little like, tiny wheels. Like, like it is this a, like a bar cart or something? Yeah. Is, it, is it a beverage cart? <laughs> it's they they're showcasing it as a beverage cart. Well then they should say that. I have a giant liquor cabinet upstairs. <laughs> well, this is for when you want to roll that around. What the, is, I have the, a dolly. The mobile cantini right. <laughs> station. Oh my god. Michael J. Fox shake station. <laughs> His house isn't that big. Like you don't need to roll your drink station around. Yeah, it's basically just one giant room. <laughs> I'm not gonna oh. take me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wheel beverages down to the bedroom and serve them. We already invented that, though, <laughs> but, didn't we? But, Michael J. Fox paint shaker. But oh, dude. But 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 yeah, we did. I would actually <laughs> yeah, make did. use of that, possibly for moving like hors d'oeuvres and stuff out of the kitchen and into the dining area where they would be. See, served. I told you this would yeah. be useful for you. That's dude. why it's a cart, not a beverage cart, because it's so many uses. It's a yeah. utility cart. It can take laundry. Mm-hmm. You could put pets on it and it's just very stylish looking it looks mm-hmm. very modern oh stylish cart definitely doesn't belong in my house then right should be like a maglev cart <clears throat> it floats on magnets Ooh, that'd be sweet i'd get a hover cart mm-hmm. i'd ride it except I for guess. it doesn't work anywhere because oh. there's no metal floors shitty balls or then it does, and then you go into your wood dining room, and it just nosedives. Can, can you imagine how great it would be, though, if you had, like, a heated floor, so there was, like, a bunch of metal piping running the floor? Ooh. That'd be sweet. You'd have, like, a hover cart. That could be fun. You could do that with all of your furniture. Ooh, remote controlled or voice commanded. Cart, bring me a martini. It has to make drink, apparently. Living room, configuration four, and it would just, like, all levitate, and then... Your couch would move around, tables and everything would move around, settle settle back down. Mm -hmm. Nice. I like this plan. Let's make this (laughs) stuff. Jonathan, you can feel free to get me that as a gift. I was just thinking, you're saying, living room turned into sexy time. Well, there would obviously be. Living room, prepare for a sexy party. (laughs) 
<laughs> the living room moves around graciously. <laughs> Yeah. And, and of course, obviously, your smart speaker starts playing Yakety Sax. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's next? Something that I would actually buy all three of you. Great. What is it? Like a poison clown? A hooker. <laughs> no, it's the USA Beer Camp map. What the fuck would I do with the USA beer can map? Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Is it a map of the USA made out of beer cans? Or does it is it a map you? of the USA that shows where all what beers are from each state? No. It is a map of the United States. Right. Missing Alaska and Hawaii. Well, it's not the United States. So right? the continental United States. Correct. That has beer cap round circle holes drilled through it so that you could put your beer caps into it. Oh, so you can show how many places you got drunk? Well, they're not actually all in the actual states. What the fuck is the point of that? <laughs> what is this thing? Uh, right. So it's a dented piece of wood that somebody <laughs> painted the United States on? No, it's not dented. It's laser cut. And okay. only the contiguous United States. Because right. apparently Alaska and Hawaii can go fuck themselves. Just like Puerto Rico. So you could well, just put your, your... You know that thing where you could put the quarters in? Yeah, I was going to say, that's you put your quarters it, in it or beer caps. It doesn't matter. Right. But, but they're not in the states themselves. Like, no, like Michigan doesn't have a hole. Michigan's one of the best beer states in the United States. Yeah, they only have... And then, neither does Florida. Well, okay. I don't give a shit about Florida. Or Maine. But they're wrong about Michigan. Right. So they're stupid and I hate them. Yeah, that's dumb. Uh, I no, I, then I would not buy this for anyone. No. I probably wouldn't buy it. Either. I'd buy it just to piss on it. Nah. With the beer? I wouldn't buy one, but I'd go over to house, Pete's house and piss on the one he Exactly. Yeah. I have one. Everybody piss on it. Like a new Christmas tradition? Yeah. Like find the worst gift possible? Like everyone brings <laughs> over terrible gifts and like the worst one gets pissed on by everybody? Yeah, we vote. Well, you know what? I want to do I want to do a Goodwill hunting version of that where everybody takes the shittiest gift they got and everybody we line it up and everybody just shoots at it. Yeah. Okay. And blow holes in it. Alright, what do you got next? Uh, next is actually maybe a cool gift. It's a small indoor herb garden for the chef in your life. Hmm, I could deal with that. It's the Click and Grow mm. Indoor Smart Herb Garden for $100. Windowsill Chia Pets? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Because the Chia Herb Garden was a thing. It was. Probably still is. Did any of us in this room actually ever have a Chia Pet? I didn't. I wanted one, though. I wanted one too. I wanted the guy with the hair. Oh, they oh, have yeah. a oh, they have right. a Bob Ross chia pet now. Yeah, oh, that was the guy with the hair. Only now it's now it's Bob slightly more no, Bob yeah, Ross shaped. Yeah, now he's got facial hair as well. So yeah. none of us had one. Nope. I, didn't, I didn't have one. I wanted one, but I didn't. I didn't have one. I wasn't cool enough. <laughs> yeah, I was told I couldn't get one. My mom slapped me when I asked. You got slapped a lot. Uh, well, yeah, I deserved it. Uh, next is a set of mixology dice for the aspiring bartender. What you just roll and it tells you what drink to make? Yeah, so like this one says cherry, like one side says cherry bitters, the other side says simple syrup, cane sugar cubes. Tequila, so you have to just take orange. all the ingredients that come up in the dice and mix them together and hope it doesn't taste like shit. Correct. Hmm. When I was a kid, I called that making a potion. Right. <laughs> and I just like threw everything in the fridge in one vat and like told my little sister to drink it. So yeah, same and thing. Then, and then I got yeah. Sad. When I was a kid, that was called suicide because you took you used all of the flavors in the in the in the fountain machine. And then when I got became a teenager, we, we called it strip and go naked. <laughs> Just take everything and dump it into one big fat. No, oh, okay. huh. everything <clears throat> except for the root beer. Root beer ruins it. Oh yeah, totally, totally kills it. The root beer slushy's bad. Doctor Pepper. No, and too. like if you go to the fountain, 
oh. like any McDonald's burger, whatever, and you get all of the flavors, they all mix pretty well. But if you throw root beer in there, it will ruin your shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah. then everything is just gross and root beer. Like, it's <laughs> sugar water, which is fine and weird, and you can find a balance. It's not bad. But once you throw that root beer in there, man, there's no going back. You're done. Done. Finished. Finito. So how about a passport wallet for your disorganized traveler companion? So, a passport wallet. Yes. Right. For $13. I already have one. Nobody it's wants... very nice. I would take a, a, would passport take a $40 wallet. passport wallet. Because <laughs> it would be rich Corinthian leather. Ooh. But I don't want a $13 passport wallet. I'm sorry. How about a wobble board that helps improve your balance? The Pro Fitness Wooden Wobble Board costs $23. What Wait, the hell's a wobble? Like, does it one? wiggle when you stand it on it? It improves your balance, Pete. He just told you. Take a piece of plywood, cut it into a circle, and then put half of a medicine ball on the bottom and staple it there. That's your wobble board. That's okay. dumb. I used to have one of those as a kid. We, we yeah, remember that the thing that looked like like Saturn? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what this is, except for it doesn't have the ball on top. It just says Pogo ball. Pogo ball. Oh, and then they put asphalt strips too. on top so that your shoes will grip. Dude, I could do sweet tricks with a pogo ball. Oh, pogo ball was when fun. When I was a kid, man. I was good at it. Mm-hmm. You could pogo ball off my house. Yeah. I didn't. Pete, the only thing Pete was ever good at. Yeah. Well, that and not angry masturbation. Huh? No, I'm good at that. Everybody's good at angry masturbation. Well, not everybody. I mean, we know the world champion, but... Oh, yeah, obviously. How about a floral weekender and a bunch of fun prints colorful bag? A weekender bag and floral print? Yeah. Boy, they're really reaching out. Fifty-eight dollars. Fifty-eight dollars for desperation. Yeah. Desperation. How about a widely popular instant film camera? Is it widely popular? That's widely popular. I actually did buy one of these for somebody as a gift this uh-huh. year. Instant film camera. Is it like a Polaroid? Yeah, it's the new version of the Polaroid. It's Polaroid five hundred. Polaroids were sweet back in the day. Remember, everybody wanted a Polaroid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What size? Yeah, the, are... the original, the, the original uh, Snapchat. Yeah. So still smaller than real Polaroids, but bigger than those like ridiculous weird like, cameras that came posted like stamp size one. Yeah. Mm. The next gift is another gift that I would personally probably buy at least Pete. I might have bought it for Ken, but he's a jerk, so he wouldn't like it anyways and never use it. Is it edible underwear? Nope, it is not. It's a hooker. (laughs) It's still not a hooker. I feel like you're you're pushing for something this Christmas. I know, Ken. I think you want something this Christmas. I just assume that Jonathan's trying to give us all herpes. No. And he knows knows we're not going to sleep with him, so he's going to get it. (laughs) Go on. There's only 25% of the people in this room that I want to sleep with. Why, why are you looking at me? I don't know. That was the creepiest thing I'm a little alarmed how he knows that Dana's kids are in the room. They're not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what's this gift that you want to give me? It's a wood tray for all your technology. Wood meets color. Wood tablet stand. $20 at Amazon. Give the person in your life who loves gadgets a place to keep them where they aren't using them. Why wouldn't you give me that? Because I don't like technology? No, because you just don't ever like anything I've ever given you. What have you ever given me? Friendship. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. And a sweet scarf. You fucker. <laughs> I, I, did I, I never gave you a scarf, did I? He gave you a scarf that says friendship. Aww. Maybe I will this year. Isn't it cute? It's so cute. That's actually something I would buy for somebody. That's actually not a bad one. Yeah. Everybody has a desk. And I would take it to that night where we all brought the worst gift. And then right. pee on it. <laughs> and watch Jonathan cry and take pictures of it with our Polaroid cameras. Right. <laughs> 
the Conlader and Spoon that save like a, a sea monster. They're called Nessies. That's dumb. How many more I, of these are there? I have the Nessie uh, tea infuser. Do you? I do. Two of them. You I have would, two I, Nessie I, tea infusers. I do. I, I would buy the Nessie Conlader and Spoon for would somebody. You? They're kind of. Have you seen them? No. They're super cute. I'm going to be showing them right now. They're kind of cute. <laughs> first of all, it's what I first, the first the first thing I really like about the colander or the or the spoon is that like it's ladle and it's got four feet, so it sits upright. Right, it doesn't fall. It's kind of cool. And then you got the long neck, and then the little head is at the top of the spoon. Like it's it's cool. Yeah, this is a great gift. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I think anybody who got this would be a little confused at first, but then once they started using it, it would be the, they would say, "Yeah, this thing's badass." And number one on this list is a unicorn ploof, uh, pool floaty with rave reviews. Wait a minute. It has to have rave reviews? Like, right. What it has decent reviews? Right. Who's in charge of this list? Amazon. Do they definitely <laughs> own stock in all of these products? Undoubtedly. Probably. But anyways, it's the Ikea <clears throat> Leisure Giant Inflatable Unicorn Pool Float for $30. Oh, is that the one that's like big enough for five people or something? No, it's big enough for one person. This chick's on there by herself. Oh, is it like like the necks, like her she, her legs wrap around the neck or something? Yep. Yeah, I've I've I, I've seen that. I've it's owned very two colorful. Of those. You've owned two of those. I've, yeah. I've, I've also seen the big flamingo one. The they big flamingo one that has five people in it. They no, the big the big one person flamingo one. Oh. Yeah. So Pete, out of long. these twenty two items, which one would you buy faith? I would buy faith. The, I don't even remember half of them. the light up speaker. The light up speaker. You would do the light-up speaker? Mm-hmm. Sure. I think you would go... I think your best choices would be the... Actually, the dinosaur Connor would be kind of cool. Right. And the technology holder, I feel. She doesn't have a lot of tech. Does Does she listen to music at work? She does. Then the speaker so might the be So the speaker might come in handy. That's true. That might be the winner. It's probably Bluetooth and portable, right? It is. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a good choice. You that's take the it in the shower with you. You take it downstairs when you're doing laundry. Like, yeah, Corky and I both spent a lot of money on speaker equipment for our computers at work so that we can listen to music while we work because we like to have music in the office. But none of it's portable. It's all hooked to our computers. I would. It would be great to have a speaker to like, take into mm-hmm. the kitchen that's at actually, or something That's like actually that. kind of handy. I think that's the winner. Well, there we go. Huzzah! We have found the answer. You can't see it, but I'm up here doing jazz hands. He's doing jazz hands, not angry masturbating. <laughs> that's next. <clears throat> Actually, what's next is we're going to talk about the lady who's been banned from having kids after giving birth to 44. That's too many. 44? I thought it was more like 87. That's no, 44. No, 44? No. 40. Well, that's the, probably the record is 87. But this lady has actually been told by her... She's been told by her government that she can't have any more kids. Wow. So we'll tell her story when we come back. Let's talk about sex, baby. No. Let's talk about <laughs> you and Pete. Uh, Let's talk about you and Pete. What? Yeah, yeah, you and Pete. Let's talk about sex. What are we? Is that that what we're talking about? We're just not singing, right? Is that a good song or a bad song, Pete? Oh, we're talking about the lady who can't have kids anymore. Well, she she can have kids, but she's not supposed to. Oh, I thought they were going to sterilize her. No, you can't do that. Well, some governments do that, but you're not supposed to. A mom. Who has given birth to 44 children by the age of 36 has been banned from having more babies. Oh, because she has them like five and six at a time. Yeah. Litters of puppies. It's Right. Yeah. Every couple of months, there's a box outside of her house that says free puppies. Just filled with children. Right. She's extremely fertile. Extremely. 
Yeah. Are you happy with your craggling of your bag there? <laughs> yeah. Do, do take longer to do that. <laughs> Newman. Damn it. You're the Newman today. I am the Newman today. You guys wanted me to do this, man. So, Miriam Nabutsky delivered twins a year after she was married off at the age of 12. What? Whoa. Okay, number one, this started out wrong. Yep, she's in a cult. That, okay, go on. Uh, five more sets of twins followed. Yep, every nine and a half months. So that's 12. Along with four sets of triplets. 24. And five sets of quadruplets. Is she, like, taking... 44. Medicine... To get pregnanter, they're like, no, twins aren't enough because it just keeps going up. Is that it's not normal? So, I'm gonna bring this up real quick. What about the husband? I will tell you, it's a, isn't this his goddamn fault? Isn't it? Is it more than one husband? Where Where does this person live? Utah, uh, Uganda. Oh, oh, well, that right. also makes sense. I'll tell you about the husband. Are you ready? Sure. Three years ago, however, the 39-year-old Ugandan was abandoned by her husband, leaving her to support their surviving 38 children alone. How does she even have time to get more pregnant? Like, Mm. feeding them breakfast is a full-time job. You think she feeds them breakfast? I blame the dude on this. At some point, you got to know when to pull out, man. Seriously. Or use protection. I feel like this is a dude's fault. She doesn't know any better. She was married to a guy at 12, which means she was raped at 12. Right. She don't know any better. Well, that's This is the guy's fault. Her life. It's, uh, it's a takes a village kind of a thing. But yeah, that's her life. Her life is basically being raped and having the, the rapes children. It's her life. Yeah. I don't blame her. Probably a lot of uh, uh, the captor sympathy symptoms. Right, Stockholm syndrome, yeah. That's it, Stockholm. Man. So, I mean, yeah, that's a ridiculous amount of children, and if I was her, I wouldn't want any more. So, hold on. This is is a really interesting moral dilemma story. (laughs) Let me finish reading this real quick for you, okay? All right. From this, they've been thrown into poverty, obviously. <laughs> she lives with her children in four cramped houses made of cement blocks on top with corrugated iron in the village surrounded by coffee fields. At 40, doctors have taken action to stop her from having more children. Doctors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the government, it was doctors. She said the doctor told her that he cut my uterus from inside. Her epic run of pregnancies began after her first set of twins were born. <coughs> When she went to the doctor, it was known that she had unusually large ovaries. He advised her that birth control-like pills might cause health problems. Yet the children kept coming and coming. Yeah, but there's two that play that game. Right. And the husband kept... I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Carry on. So in Uganda, the fertility rate averages about 5.6 children per woman. Hmm. That's a pretty big family. Like, our average is two kids, right? Be fruitful and multiply. Yeah, but uh, mm. the more industrialized a nation becomes, the uh, smaller families get. Yeah. Out there, they need kids to do the work. Still. I think that's still a thing. Yep. Plus, you know, contraception is not really, like, readily available to people who are dirt poor. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
So what do you think of the doctor doing that, though? Seems fair. I mean, I mean, if it's against her will, he's kind of going against his pledge. Yeah. Yeah, but at what point also, is somebody harming other people? Some liability there. Yeah, like, at what point is she still doing the kids a favor? Right? Yeah, I mean, you're obviously not thinking about your situation and your children at that point. Yeah, so children 19 and 20 of 40 have what? Minutes with a parent if she even knows their names? I mean, 40 kids running around. You can't keep track of that. That's more than a kindergarten class. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, at we some point. Yeah, we wouldn't let a teacher have 40 kids in her classroom. Let's woman have 40 kids in her house. Yeah. At some point, I think you got to say enough's enough. Like, we, we, you have all the personal freedom in the world, but at some point you are now harming other people. At what point does it come become a mental issue? Right. Yeah. Like you like, said, hoarding children. Yeah, like children hoarders, like that that Catholic couple that keeps having 19 children. and counting? Yeah, those people. That's yeah. a mental issue in That's my a mind. game to them. It's well, a game to them. It's it's children hoarding. It's at a this point, issue. it's income. Right. They, need, they need to keep having kids. The show's not fun anymore if it's just, this is our family now. It's, nope, we keep having babies. Yeah, see, that's that's wrong. Yeah. Let's say you, Jonathan. I think the doctor was wrong for doing it, and if the government was ever to tell somebody they can have babies, I think that's wrong. But at the same time, you gotta live in your means. You should live within your means, yes. So if you can't support 36 babies, don't have more than two? Agreed. I agree with that. Let's say you can. I say that people should be allowed to do whatever they want as long as it doesn't pose a danger to themselves or others. And is she he, making a danger to her other The argument can easily be made that she's, in a, she, that she's a danger to herself and, to, and, and that she's endangering the other children under her care. So, yeah. Okay. And, and don't forget the, the slid right in there. 38 surviving children. I would have gone, I probably would have gone a different route than just taking it upon myself as a doctor to do that, but. Yeah, but what's the red tape on that? Like, is yeah, it even. Yeah, we're in Uganda. Like, they can pretty much do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Like, nobody's That's gonna, true. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's, nobody's prosecuting them for. Yeah, but if you're, if you're doing that and you're like, oh, there's complications at Cedar sinai or something, like, you could get it done. But yeah, moral implications for sure, but it goes both ways. Morality is a pretty gray issue. It can be. Absolutely. So, Pete. Yeah? We're going to change the topic. What are we going to change it Thank to? God. We're going to talk about a second about your favorite actor. My favorite actor? Do you know who my favorite actor is? Um, I'm going to say Harrison Ford. No, you'd be wrong. Who is your favorite actor? Oh, boy. Walter Houston. That's yours? No, it's Pete's. Oh, what's yours? No. Hmm? What's everybody's favorite actor? Tom Hanks. Well. That's a good choice. There is, uh, as a kid, as a kid, my hero. It's going to be a five-minute answer. Was no, Michael no, no, J- no, It was Michael J. Fox. It was Michael J. Fox. And if Michael J. Fox showed up here, I would squeal like a little girl. No, you, have, mm-hmm. you haven't fought anybody in a while. 
Well, because I haven't had to, and I so, would not fight Michael J. Fox. So, Michael J. Right. Fox, if you want to come here and fight Pete, sorry, bring it on to the show. But I'm also a fan of... I will fight you. I'm a fan of Kevin Bacon, and um, one of my other favorites is Bruce Campbell. Okay, good. Dan and you. Um, never really thought too much about it, but I might have to take Harrison Ford. Um, just because growing up, Han Solo, Indiana Jones, like, top that. You know, like, who else? And there's lots of people who have done good work. Lots of... Blade Runner, Jack Ryan. I know. Oh, yeah, Blade Ryan. Runner. Yeah, what a great movie. Many good stuff. A lot of good stuff there. Jonathan, yours. I'm going to have to go with Tom Hanks. Yo, we got Solid. two Hanks lovers. I, I love me some there. Tom Hanks. Like, mm-hmm. But Harrison Ford's up there, too. Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, yeah. Here, dude, Tom Hanks ruled the 80s. I yeah. want you guys to know that. I mean, oh, I yeah. love oh, I yeah. loved Michael J. Fox, but if I had to pick my second favorite actor in the 80s it would be Tommy him and Meg Ryan like mm-hmm. like Big was one of my favorite movies the, ever the, the three rom-coms they did together Big I mean yeah I mean it's so great yeah. even Turner and Hooch a mm. cop dog movie was fun right and you can't forget Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Tommy Lee Jones really? he's always Tommy Lee Jones I like him yeah. my favorite Tommy Lee Jones role ever was Josh Brolin playing the young Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, <laughs> that's that's sad. That was actually funny. I like Tommy Lee Jones. Don't get me wrong, but I think yeah. Josh Brolin also did a magnificent job playing young Tommy. Wasn't Lee Jones. wasn't Tommy Lee Jones' best role Two Face? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I forget that he, that exists. I was gonna say you nailed it, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, coincidentally, also Jim Carrey's best role. So this actor is one of Pete's. Most beloved persons in the entire world. If you're going to tell me he died, I'm going to be sad. He didn't mm. die. Oh. Abe Vigoda? He's dying. Nope. Fish, fish lives. His initials are TC. Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Terry? Uh, nope. Tom Cruise. Oh, gosh. Is obsessed with sending his co stars cakes when he can't eat sugar while he's training for movies. Cakes? Yeah, he sends his co-stars his sweet tooth cakes because he can't eat them. So hmm. here's my question: Is this a fetish? Probably. Probably. He's off? weird. He's weird enough. Dude, he's to enjoy out of that. his mind. No, Does he have a fetish of watching other thing people? He thinks is funny. Eat cake. It could be just a cute thing he thinks it's is funny. Yeah. No, it's it's a terrible sense of humor. The only Tom Cruise movie I really liked is Legend. Hmm. You didn't like Top Gun? Oh. No. Really? It's all machismo, and he's a jerk in that. Well, yeah. But Goose. Goose is pretty sweet, though. But I was more of a Val Kilmer fan back then. Right, going for the Ice Band. Yeah, yeah. I was a Val Kilmer fan because of um, uh, Pure Genius. or Oh, yeah. What a great that movie a that one. is. Yeah. Real Genius. Real Genius. Thank you. Real Genius. That was a great movie. Yeah, that was a good one. <clears throat> but yeah, I've never, been, I've never been a big fan of Tom Cruise. He made some okay movies. Yeah, he did good stuff. We all liked him for a little while, and then it just got weird. Then, it, well, back when he started, basically when he joined Scientology, it got weird. Same thing with uh, uh, John Travolta. Yep. Yeah, there's a couple of those people who you just like keep wanting to like, and then it turns out when you go through the numbers, they're like, "Oh no, I don't like you at all." Yeah. It's not a big box office draw for me. No, not anymore. Nicolas Cage. Yep. Yeah, Nicolas Cage has done is best in weird movies. Yeah. 
He's done a lot of good things, but he's done so he's many done, You know why? He's, he, like, recently he's done a lot of weird movies, and you know why? It's because he, he owes so much money in taxes. That he has to pay it back. That he yeah. has to just do whatever comes along to make money. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I live for the day when he's done with that and can go, like, make National Treasure 3 or something. <laughs> Valley Girl 2. Do you think they'll <laughs> ever make National Treasure 3? No. I don't think so. I wish they would. I think they will. You Someday. think so? Someday. It'll happen. I hear giggling children. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go beat them. So, this week's question of the week was... What was it? The philosopher Roseos... Rozeo. ...said, man is born free, and everywhere he is in chains. What do you take that to mean? It means that we impose upon ourselves. Um, we take away certain freedoms to be able to... It's, it's the social contract thing. Yeah. Basically, we put chains on ourselves because to be truly free, people are assholes and they would be murdering each other. Well, it'd be like the purge. Basically, necessarily mean they'd be murdering people. Have you watched but that show? There would be murdery type people. There would be mur- not everybody would be that way, but <coughs> we we create these social constructs to keep everything in line. I don't know if I interpret it that way. Really, I for me, it seems to be more about. The trappings of life. Oh, you mean like bills and have to go to work and whatnot? Yeah, like, you know, we're, we're free. We can do literally anything we want, and we choose to chain ourselves to jobs and mortgages and, you know, car payments and all of this other stuff. That's fair. That doesn't really get us anything aside from, what, acceptance? I mean... I guess, yeah. From others that really shouldn't influence us as much as they do? Well, at this point, it's illegal to not have a mortgage. Or rent, at least. You can't camp wherever you want. You can't be homeless intentionally. No, that's, that's what I said. We, we have placed, it, we as a society have placed these chains on ourselves. Right. In order for us to exist now, we have to do this. Unless we set aside a space and place for that. I kept wondering if you could have essentially a highway of nomadic people that just travel the country. I would imagine those people have to exist. Like, how big would it have to be? But, like a mile, two miles wide? But really, mm-hmm. I mean, see, and this, and this gets into a whole, this, this gets in, this, this leads into a whole larger land use issue, but the federal government's the largest landowner in the country, right? We've got all this land. Yeah. There's no reason we can't just go live on it. We own it. You're I've right. paid for it with my tax dollars. But they don't really, they don't really cotton to that. But why not? Because the they government, because it's theirs, Ken. Yeah, it's all about by and by extension, mine and by extension, ours. Yeah, mm. but they don't see it that way. It's theirs. Ken. That see, and that's the problem. Again, society's constructed this thing, this one more chain to hold us down that prevents us from doing the things that we want to do. Yeah, it's on the little... And we are, but the the system has been designed so that we are raised and we and we buy right into it. Yeah. Well, is is there a way to buy right out of it? Can we just stop paying attention to the government and giving them money? I don't. Thoreau tried it. He he had some he had some modest success. Yeah, we can't just go to the UP and live off the land and not pay taxes. But well, remember what uh, you know? He said the massive men lead lives quiet desperation. What he, and, and what I interpret that to mean is the, the, the majority of people are slaves to their jobs yep. and to society as a whole. 
nobody's ever nobody ever, no, nobody does what they really want to do and it's not necessarily murdering people because that's what you feel people don't have the freedom to do the things that they really want to do and again because society has constructed this system that forces us to chain ourselves to jobs bills houses cars all of the stuff that isn't really necessary to survival no but it is necessarily for capitalism if there isn't well this... yeah the, the, yeah unrestrained capitalism absolutely and again but it's, so they can have what they want it's not just i mean there's no form of government that allows you to be truly free in the sense that you're born as as you were intended to be <laughs> which really if you thought about it you don't want to be that free because that kind of freedom comes with the fight for survival, which nobody wants to do. Do? Does nobody want to do that? Well, I mean, even if everyone's not out to murder you, if you find an apple tree, ten other people find an apple tree, who's getting the apples? Is everybody going to share them the same if your survival depends on it? Or does it all of a sudden get real punchy, a little bit stabby? Well, I think we've, dis- we've discovered that you could just steal 7,000 pounds of apples. <laughs> and pumpkins. Oh. And don't forget the pumpkins. I have a theory about that, by the way. I think it was the hard cider place. <laughs> I don't think it was the hard cider place. I think it was home brewers making their own cider. Oh. Didn't want to pay for the apples. They took the one and, and the ones off the they took the ones off the ground too, which is interesting. But I envision them to be like kind of, kind of redneckish, and yeah. they want to use the uh, the, the, the apple the, the, the ground apples for feeders. You know, this is multi-state though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. But the like a, one large truck or like you know four guys in three pickup trucks could do this could do this work in the amount of time they had. Little do you know that somewhere in the United States they're making the world's biggest apple pie for Guinness books. Yeah, and that's what with, they got with donated apples. With donated apples. Yes, there was exactly. air quotes there, by the way, yeah. for people who are listening. No, it's just, it, it's a it's a survivalist uh, militia somewhere that's. No, it's not like an overly aggressive PTO going for fundraising apple nope. pie. Nope. That's what I said the other day. I was like, it's probably the local anyway. bakery wanting to get their apple pies done. Because mm. somebody forgot to place their order early. It's a lot of apple pies. It is. All right, so what's next week's question? Next week's question is, if a perfect clone of you were created right down to the tiniest cellular detail... Would it be you, or would it be something still uh, somehow be missing? Hold on. Somebody needs to learn how to talk. My eyesight got twisted up there for a second. Would it be you, or would it somehow still be missing something? Okay, we got the question. Hmm. If a perfect clone of you was created, right down to the tiniest cellular detail, would it be you, or would it somehow still be missing something? So that's next week's question of the week. Sweet. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed listening to this edition of the Vlix podcast. If you keep listening, you're in for a really special treat. A special one. A very special treat. Special. Welcome to the first episode of a lost segment. (laughs) Enjoy and listen. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. And we're back, and now we're going to talk about Keeping things. with our old theme, yeah. we're going to talk about things, <laughs> things that, that annoy us. us. Kids on my lawn. <laughs> well, you have kids. 
I know. Do you not like your own kids on your lawn? No, I'm I'm actually the guy who has all the kids on my lawn. I say your your wife is always posting pictures of like every neighborhood kid at your house. Yeah, you're no. that house. Yeah, we're I, I try and be just because I remember being a kid and that feeling when you show up to your friend's house, you don't really hang out. They're way down the neighborhood, and they're like, "Yeah, I know you can't come to our pool." Like, oh, wow. I just really put myself out there. Thanks. Yeah, for that I'm just going to go home and cry you now. You had a douchey neighborhood. Was that was that a repress? Was that something you remembered? Yeah. No. I like I said. I remember the horrible things. No, I definitely remember that feeling of getting turned away because my like one friend invited me to go swimming at like his neighbor's house, and I thought everything was okay in the way that you think things are okay when you're a kid. You're just like, oh yeah, well somebody invited me. I've been invited, and it's like, oh, that kid's parents don't know who the hell you are. You're not invited to this, like. Not really anything against them, but I'm not going to be that parent who says no. You can't come in. It's like no, everybody's invited. So you're the I'll you're throw the, you out if you're being a jerk, but everybody's invited. You're the everybody shows up house. Yeah, I, I my house was the everybody shows up house. What neighborhood did you grow up in? Uh, behind Hamity and Davison off M15. I don't know if that has a name. I'm sure it does. Do you remember going to your? Was 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 Ryan your cousin? No. Yeah, he is. Ryan right. Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he not is. in his neighborhood. Do you remember ever going to his neighborhood, though? Yeah. 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 It was his neighbor. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Did it's you a know ditch he between just had us? a baby? <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. He had a baby? Yeah. He did. I know. It was a technical marvel. We were all pretty astounded. Um, he even signed up for the surgery. Was it a mutant? It's impressive. No. It's a little Asian. He's got a beautiful wife. They live in uh, Hong Kong right now. Oh, wow. Super jealous. Right on. Mm, super guys. jealous of his wife? Well, he's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's hot as hell, man. <laughs> no, um, no, just that whole lifestyle. Like, I don't know. He weirdly did a bunch of things that I wanted to do when I was a kid that just didn't pan out. Yeah. Like, he played the drums in a band for a while. He became yeah. a commercial airline pilot. But it turns out I get airsick, so I, like, I couldn't do that. Is he still like, flying? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's flying for FedEx, and apparently, like, that's the sweetest gig you can get as an airline pilot. There's no passengers to mess with. You just do your job and get paid boatloads of money for it. Nice, nice. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Yeah, he doesn't live in this country. I mean, occasionally you got Tom Hanks in the cargo hold, but that's no right. deal, right? Yeah. yeah, well, that's like a doomsday like plot. Well, that's you know, only once in a while, anyways. When you see that happening, you just you know know you're gonna die. Right. Turn but I, I, I'm, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> oh wait, I was drinking earlier. I can't fly. Yeah. All right. Well, what were we supposed right. to be talking oh, about? We wanted... Things that annoy us. And you know what annoys me a lot when people get off topic. <laughs> Saw that. Coming. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, we never actually started the topic, so we actually didn't get on. Right. I was just more impressed. Dana remembered something where last week right. he had no memories of anything. Uh, okay. He doesn't remember last week. Mm-hmm. So, so how are we? How do you want us to do this? Are we just gonna rapid fire? things that annoy us just say something that annoys you and then we'll see what happens well well i already told i told these guys that one thing that annoys me is uh, in the public restroom where they have the uh air scent thing and it never works so it smells like shitty flower or as ken would say shitress so that annoys me because it it just never works makes it smell worse what about the ones that have the little gel balls in them uh that's i think that's what i was talking about right yeah, I thought you were talking about like yeah. air expression or f- the spray. Well, the spritzers are no, bad that's, too. That's, but... There's really no good effective um, air freshener 
Yeah, it's called I've... it's called the courtesy flush. Have you ever? Yeah. That's the yeah. best air freshener. Courtesy. Match. Have you ever used poopery? No, but oh, I've seen I, those commercials. I just had my first encounter with poopery uh, last night, as a matter of fact, because we have some in the in the downstairs bathroom at work. Oh yeah, yeah. How did it go? It smells like baking soda. Yeah. Did it cover it? It it did an okay job, I guess. I don't know. I didn't linger around to find out. You have to ask your coworkers for that. Right. Yeah, and since it was, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, there wasn't anybody around to ask. Just I'm, I'm, assu- I'm assuming the stank, uh, you know, wafted out of the bathroom by the time that uh, everybody arrived this morning. So I'm, I think I'm in the clear. Grab the one lone janitor. Hey, can you still smell my shit? Yeah? No? Okay. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> no, nobody ever nobody said anything about that, but, you know, they question, they, they, drill, me on, uh, they drill me on why, why there's wine missing from the fridge when I get there in the uh, uh-huh. And welcome back to segment two. Uh, now we're going to talk about a little bit of tie into the memories here. Is uh, what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you? You want me to you want me to roll with this one? Yeah, you can start. Well, um, I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but I met Jesus in Detroit. Like, literal? Yeah. Like you found Jesus? I didn't find Jesus. I met Jesus. Okay. The actual what's Jesus the, or some guy named Jesus? We'll, we'll get to that. What's the difference? Well, met Jesus, I could physically touch him and speak to him. Finding Jesus is a whole philosophical thing. Okay. Okay. I, I'm intrigued. You All had, right. You had an encounter with the divine kind. In a way. We'll, we'll get to it. So... This is kind of a, st- a long story. Um, That's a story. Yeah, it, it has a, a strange ending. So, a friend of mine used to live down at Wayne State in Detroit. And we were there one day, and we had another friend of ours who uh, went to the Detroit Institute of Art, which is kind of a prestigious thing. He was a very good artist. And they were having a showing at the school. You know, with this buffet um, of the of the uh, students' art pieces at the end of the year, and it was very expensive to get in. Well, at the time, I mean, it was expensive for us because we were in college and had no money. So it cost about a hundred dollars at the door to get into this place. To just go into the event. To just go in, you had to pay a little bit more to even partake in the food, and we had no money, but we wanted to do it anyways. So we were at the apartment. And this friend of mine had some really nice suits, so we decided to put them on and kind of, like, dress up to look really, really like we're supposed to be there. You know, this was our plan. He also had some canvases that we wrapped in brown paper to look, and, and decided, hey, we're going to carry these in like we're supposed to be there. And we could walk there. It was just down the road, basically, right. a couple bo- blocks through Detroit. And, and so we got all dressed up and... Got our hair done, whatever watches we need to have to make us look like we were fancy. And uh, we felt we felt pretty good. This was back when I had hair. So <laughs> we were we were we were some pretty good looking guys. So you need to bring me some pictures of you with hair. I know. You should next I, week. I should. And these people that are listening don't even can it doesn't matter to them anyways. We'll put them up. Okay. Yeah, the before and after. Mm-hmm. I don't have a picture of me in my suit, but maybe I can fake it. So we walked down, we're carrying these these packages, and we felt like we could do this. We walked down, and there was a whole line of people paying to get in, and 
we decided that we're going to walk through the other door on the other side. So what we did is we just, just casually strolled by everybody. And because I'm a cheeky bastard, I even nodded at the security guard. Walked by and walked right in. So we were in, and we couldn't believe it worked. So we were in. We took our little brown nothings, our, our canvases that we wrapped in brown paper, and we, we put it in the stairwell and just left it there because we didn't need them anymore, and we went in. Now, in order to eat the food, because we wanted to see our friend's, you know, um, pictures, right? his paintings, but in order to eat the food, we had to have these little buttons that they attach to you that you have to pay extra for. So my, my friend, being a great sleight-of-hand artist, managed to snag two of these off the table when we walked by, unbeknownst to me, and he just handed me a button, and we got to eat in this this great buffet. So we snuck in, and... We were walking around and hobnobbing with artists, and I think the mayor of Detroit, I don't remember who it was at the time. It wasn't Kwame. It was the guy before Kwame. I don't remember who. Do you remember who the guy before Kwame was, Ken? Dennis Archer. Was it Archer? I believe it was Archer. I think the mayor was there. It wasn't Kwame. It was the guy before. Probably Archer. Ken's usually right in these matters. So we, we went. We got to enjoy our friend's, our friend's paintings and talk to him, and then we ended up running into these two girls um they were artists themselves and they wanted to to meet us at at a bar like not bar a club so to say there's a difference between a club and a bar meet us at a club and my friend happened to tell them that we were models and we just kind of rolled with that and uh i mean we looked like models why not right what year did you say this was this was Probably 1999. I was Dennis I was Archer. probably two years removed. Was it Archer? Yep. Okay, it was Archer. Verified. Very good. Democrat. Perfect. So it was Archer. So we said okay, and we went to meet him later on in this club. We walked back to the apartment, and we couldn't believe it, was, it actually worked. So we just kept the same clothes on. Later on, went to this club, and, and as soon as we met them, they said, well, we want to go to a different club. And we said, okay, we didn't really go in this one yet, but fine. So they wanted us to follow them. So we followed them through the streets of Detroit. And the area got a little worse and worse. And I turned to my buddy and I said, we're going to get rolled, man. This is not. Uh, I was just going to say, this is going to be a robbing story. This is not good, right? We're going to get rolled. So we come up to this hotel. And instead of driving to the front, we drive around back. And park our cars in this back parking lot. And they get out, and they wait for us, and we get out, and we follow them. And they turn the corner, and you go down in this, there's these two rusted railings, and these steps that lead down, and then there's, like, a door that leads into, like, the basement of this hotel. And then again, I turn to my friend, and I told him, we're going to get rolled. We need to get out of here. So they walk down to the doors, and they knock on the doors, and they don't have the slide, they didn't have the sliding panel like you see in all the weird movies. But the door opened, and they were let in, and we followed them inside, and it was a club that was like, uh, it was like a dominatrix club. A fetish club. It was a total fetish club, and we were not ready for it. So as well, soon no, as you're, you know, Catholic, so I mean, this is like eye-opening. Well, I mean, we're also like teenagers, so it yeah, wasn't that public high school. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that eye-opening. This is Pete. We're talking about it was eye-opening. <laughs> So we, so we get there and, and it was, 
there was like a, a I'm trying to remember how this looked. It's been a while. There was a kind of a circular couch in the middle of the room with a bar on the left, tables farther down, and on the right was a TV and then this opening to a hallway. And in the back, you could hear music. Like, there was an opening in the back where music was coming, and obviously the dance floor was back there. And as soon as we walked in, the girls saw somebody they knew, and they just totally abandoned us. Like, we didn't see them the whole rest of the night. Of course. Yeah, not at all. Ken, Ken, Ken just removed his microphone. So, we get, we get in there. We don't know what to do, and my friend sits down, and... As soon as he sits down, and I sit down next to him, as soon as he sits down, across from him sits, like, this dominatrix, and then across from me sits her gimp. <laughs> so Was um, he wearing the mask? He was wearing the mask, but he wasn't allowed Perfect. to talk, and I didn't know that. So I was Did trying to talk. Did he have the ball in his mouth? No, he had no ball in the mouth, but his mouth was just shut. He had, like, a, like a half covering that I remember. But my friend strikes up a conversation with this dominatrix, and they're conversing, and I'm trying to talk to this gimp guy, and he's not saying anything, so it got really awkward and weird. So I, so I just kind of, like, left and wandered around. And so I decided to see where the music was coming from. So I, so I walked into the back room where the music was coming from, and it's just this big cement room where they're listening to, like, gothic music, like Bajas and stuff like that. And, and all of a sudden behind me, this... You know, I feel somebody tap my shoulder, and I turn around and says, this girl, don't know her, never met her, she just wants to dance with me, and I'm like, what the hell, why not? So start dancing, and we're getting pretty sweaty, and pretty kind of all over each other, and we're dancing, and and we probably danced like three songs, I'm like, holy crap, I like this girl, this is cool, you know, she seems to like me, and, and I'm dancing with her, and all of a sudden these arms come around her from behind, like a guy's arms, and I look up, and it's Jesus. He looks just like Jesus. And there's this light behind his head and it's like this glowing halo of Jesus and he's looking down at me and and I'm like and I'm kind of shocked for a second so I stop dancing and I'm like what's going on? And then she looks up at him and then she looks at me and then she looks up at him and says, "I think we found our third. Oh. And so at that at that point, you know, after, you know, possibly having a three-way with jesus and some other girl i kind of didn't know what to do because i was kind of shocked so i just kind of did like this really really terribly cheesy dance away backwards and run (laughs) (laughs) so i ended up you know back to find my buddy and and we ended up just leaving to go somewhere else, but since that day, he has been back to that club multiple times. Um, Did he marry the lady? No, I have no idea who that was. Ha- has, okay. he no, seen, has he since seen Jesus again? I don't know if he's seen Jesus again either, but... You should message him and find out. No, it was it was very strange. I mean, I have, actually haven't talked to him in probably five or so years. Ever since he became a professional gimp? Yeah, he might have been a professional gimp, which is why he doesn't talk back <laughs> he's not allowed but but that is probably the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me it was a total experience and it was totally worth it but very odd right like the story started out great i was like yeah you know you're sneaking into a place pretending you know you're supposed to be there and stuff and man did you do a 180 (laughs) i mean that's what what the day was the day was a whole 180 and you had hair and I had hair. Well, that's probably the only way it would have would have happened. That's actually what made it fall out. 
Oh. It was that So did traumatic. you actually, like, converse with Jesus? Or? No, he never said a thing. Like, he looked down he at me. He doesn't. He just stands there with his divine presence. And it was mm-hmm. kind of like that. He did just you, you bask in his light. He just looked down at me and smiled. Before you left, did you see him again? Nope. So, so could this have been actually you just... Could it have been actual Jesus? It could have been Jesus. Could someone like have telling slipped you, you to a get roofie? out of there? Yeah. Yeah, no. no like, I don't know. Maybe. Like, this was your, you know, divine intervention and be like, bitch, get out of here. You're not supposed to be here. Yeah. He looked, he looked exactly like the Caucasian representation of Jesus. Oh, so it definitely wasn't Jesus, though. So it it was, wasn't the real Jesus, no. So it was Ewan McGregor. No, it was, um, what's his name from, uh... Jim Jesus Caviezel. Christ, Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, oh no. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking of the the Passion of the Christ. Yeah. No, it wasn't, cause whatever his name is. No. Jim Caviezel. Oh, Jim Caviezel's a beautiful man. Oh, I don't know. I've actually never seen that movie. But, yeah, that was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me that I can remember. Right on. You want to go next, Ken, or you want me to go next? Um, mine's nothing that elaborate. Uh, for for anyone who remembers the um, the old seminary uh, in, in Fenton, this giant stone gothic mansion that used to uh, sit on the south edge of town, was abandoned for a number of years, and... Um, they, uh, a woman bought it and, and opened it up and they were doing tours and they're trying to raise money to, uh, to restore it. And, uh, the weirdest thing that ever happened to me was I was, I, I was, I was on one of the tours and without having ever been in the house before, uh, this place having been abandoned since before I was born, I knew where everything was. I knew what rooms were what and I've, I've never I knew nothing about this house before I before I went there, aside from seeing pictures of it in a book in the in, in my elementary school library. But I, I for some reason knew like where we were like when when you moving from room to room, I knew what room room was coming next and stuff. And it wasn't an, an, an eerie feeling or anything like that. It's just something that I intuitively knew, and I have no earthly idea why. And I've never experienced that in any other place ever since. Interesting. That's spooky, Ken. Yeah. It's a little spooky that you should have held that one for our Halloween episode. No, I think it was good here. Well, I can I can retell it in greater detail later. Okay, perfect. So my weirdest thing that's happened to me actually involves Pete at some point of the day. I didn't cause it. No, you didn't cause it. That's what he wants you to believe. <laughs> actually, it may have, could have been, it could have been caused by you. Maybe that's why I was looking for a new job at the time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably not. So. This is back probably around 2003, 2004. It was right soon, uh, early when you had joined the Office Max team. And uh, so at the time, I wasn't too happy with my job, so I was looking around, putting resumes out and stuff like that. So, At this point, I will interject and note, note that uh, J-Bo's never really, was never in the entire time that I've known him ever really happy with his job, especially when it came to Office Max. There was always some kind of displeasure and... It was often shared. It's not. I'm not criticizing him for that, but a lot of us were disgruntled who worked at Office Max. There were some points of my Office Max life that I was okay with. And actually, the sad part is, it was towards the end. There were there, there were lots of good memories out there for all of us. Plus, that's how you know it's through that association that we all we all know each other. But uh, generally speaking, uh, people who worked at Office Max were not happy people. <laughs> yeah. Not in their work life, anyway. Yeah, for the most part, that's probably true. Anyway. So, 
I, as we know, last episode, I think I got brought up, I like toys. And I like collecting toys. Uh, my favorite's being Transformers, obviously. So, I saw an ad in the paper, and it was for Toy Seller. I'm like, oh, that could be fun. You know, go around selling toys. Probably, you know, have these big contracts, Google sign and whatnot, and people start carrying our product line type of deals. I'm like, that, that could be fun. Let's see what it is. So I went and had my interview, which is right around the corner from where Office Max was. Um, you know, where, if you know Flynn at all, you know where the Magoos is on Center Road? It's right across the street from there. So it was real close to the store. So I parked my car at Office Max, and uh, they picked me up from there for my day ride. After I had my first interview, they're like, well, you know, if we wanted to take a day ride. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't they didn't say day. That's what it turned into. They were like, well, do a ride-along. So I'm like, okay. So they're going to go to a couple places in town, show off their wares and stuff like that. Probably a couple hours, you know, no big deal. I was glad I scheduled this on my day off, though, because this was a day that Jonathan got kidnapped. Dun-dun-dun. So we started this day at this little place, and there were all these people there. And they're all loading their cars up with brown boxes. I'm like, man, that's a lot of stuff. And uh, so the guy who interviewed me comes up and goes, you're going to be riding with this lady and this gentleman today. I'm like, okay, cool. So they throw me in the front seat of this little tiny red car. I barely fit into it. And uh, I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. This guy and this, this lady is, I shouldn't be mean, but she wasn't very bright. And uh, so she's driving. This was before my fear of riding with other people had fully kicked in, too. So, you know, riding with other people at that time was, was still okay for me. So we started driving, and all of a sudden I noticed that we're on I-69 heading towards Port Huron. I'm like, wow. I was like, okay, I guess maybe we're going out to Lapeer. We went past Lapeer. So I'm like, okay. Well, I don't know where we're going now, because I really don't pay that much attention when I was driving out that way. So... Next thing I know, I see Emily City, and we're getting off. I'm like, okay, we're going to Emily City. Nope. <laughs> then we kept driving, and then we got on some other weird highway, and we kept driving and driving. So about noon, we finally get to a town called K-Pack. Now, I've heard of this town before, but I've never been there. And uh, on the whole way there, this guy was eating this god-awful-smelling beans, rice, and chicken. It stunk the entire car up. Like, I wanted to puke. This was so bad. So, we get to this town, and all of a sudden they start bringing out these toys, and they literally just walked up, start walking up to houses. And I'm like, what are we doing? And they're like, we're making, trying to make sales. I'm like, well, aren't we supposed to go to businesses? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, wait, we're going to try and sell this stuff door to door? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I, this, no. No, I'm going to go sit in the car, guys. So they go a couple houses in this town. And then one of the things that happened was we ended up going to uh, finally going to a business. Except for it was a welding company. That doesn't make any sense. I know. So I'm like, okay, we're going to try and sell toys. So the guy walks in, tries, and he's got this little RC car. He's got the batteries in and everything. 
he's driving around trying to show it off to people. He's like, yeah, you can go forward, you go reverse, you can turn. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what did I do today? <laughs> so, so he ends up selling to the welding company a couple of these cars, right? Oh, wait, he actually made a sale? Yeah, he sold two of these cars to this um, That's insane. welding company. And he comes back out, and he, so he's, he gets in the trunk, and he grabs a couple more boxes. Opens the boxes, puts the cars and stuff into the back seat with him. And then he takes the boxes and goes, throws them inside the front door of the welding company and runs back to the car. The guy who he just sold the cars to comes out with the boxes and the cars and starts throwing them and pulls a gun out. No way. Yeah. Why? Because he was littering. He was throwing shit in his office. So then he starts throwing the cars. They hit the back of the car. Wait a minute. He threw the car that he just purchased? Yeah. In the box. He's like, he's like, get the fuck out of here. That doesn't make any sense. There are a couple of racial slurs that came after that, too. But, but that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would he buy the cars and then throw them? Because he started littering in his company. He started th- just throwing these empty boxes into his lobby. So he pissed the guy off. That doesn't, that's weird. Yeah, so then I ended up also... So, eventually we get to, like, a little downtown area. I'm not even sure if it was KPEC or not. But I see a subway, and I'm like, I'm going to go get a sandwich, guys. And while I'm at Subway, I see a cop. And this whole entire time... This is before cell phones. So, or well, not all cell phones, but before I had a cell phone. And on the entire time, I'm thinking, maybe I should go tell that cop I've been kidnapped. And But then I was like, well, how, how would I get home then? Because I'm like, I have no idea where I am. So, the entire time, I'm on this whole thing. It's from, like, 8 a.m. until, like, I finally get back to Flint, like, at 9 o'clock. I've been riding with these people all day. 9 o'clock at night? Yeah, 9 o'clock at night. And this is this is when I walked out. Yeah, so I get back. They drop me off at my car, which I had parked at Max that day. And you were coming out of, the, out of, the, out of work because you just closed. And you saw me, you're like... What are you doing, Jabo? And I'm like, Pete, I just got kidnapped, and I'm saved now. Thank you. <laughs> you know, so he, that's that's my weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, when he told me about this earlier, I didn't remember, and then it, then it dawned on me that yes, I do remember it. And the toys that he sold, because I remember seeing the cardboard boxes, and they were just nondescript cardboard boxes full of these just Chinese knockoffs of. Yeah, because remember, he left them in the parking lot. He left them in the parking lot. Chinese knockoffs of American they're, toys. They were RC cars. Were they RC cars? Yeah. I remember other things, oh, too. That, and that, that guy was so happy because he sold, like, three or four cases to a little mom-and-pop shop. Oh, he was having a heyday. Oh, did he really? Oh, he had a great day, he said. Wow. Yep. That I, sounds just like a tragic job. I don't know. So that's the weirdest thing that's happened to me. It was the day I got kidnapped. Um, so yeah. You survived, though. I did. What a relief. <laughs> Such a jerk sometimes. No, I just, the, you know, I, I, I know of companies like that, and uh, the people who are, are, who work there really couldn't be employed anywhere else. Well, yeah, I get that, too, so. and stuff like that, you know, but it's just like, Plus, you almost got shot, so... I, <laughs> I mean, as a young adult at that time, that was not what I thought I was going to experience. And they actually called me back and wanted me to still come work for them, and I'd never returned their calls. 
that's probably for the best. I think you made the right decision there. Yeah, Office Max was a lot better I, place I, to I work for after that day. Like, I'm not coming to work for you ever, and here's why. <laughs> yeah, here's why. Well, can you imagine just being told you're going on a ride-along, and then all of a sudden you're gone for all 13 hours? hours? Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit, because what if you had something to do that day? Like, what if I had to work that day? What if you had to work that day, or, or what if you were needed somewhere by a family member for some reason? Yeah, I, what if I got in a car accident? Nobody would know where I was. No, I wouldn't have. I would just be like, the next day, Jonathan didn't show up at work today. Yeah, nobody would know. I could have been dead. They could have robbed me and just left me out there. Oh, I forgot about one of the weirdest parts. You didn't tell us out the whole thing? There's no. more? The cow head. You found a cow head? Oh, my God. So there's... Ebola? No, so whatever town we were in, there was this giant building... And it stunk so bad. Like the inside of the building stunk? Oh, no. Like you could smell it from the outside. Like, you know the pickle place by Emily City? And you Mm -hmm. can smell the pickles, like, from, like, a couple miles away? No, but I can imagine. So imagine that, but you're smelling dead animals. Was it, like, a slaughterhouse? Oh, it was. For cows. So I'm with them. We're walking around this place trying to find an entrance to the place because, you know, it's just a big metal building. There's no, like, nothing that says office or anything of that, right? And we turn around the corner, and there's just these barrels, and there's fucking cow heads on top of these barrels. Dude, that was so freaky. Oh, my God, dude. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. How did you forget to tell us that? Oh, repressed memories. <laughs> just straight up repressed memories. But yeah, the cow head, oh my god, I remember it so vividly right now. It was just right in front of you, because it was literally, like, not even a foot away from me as soon as I turned around the corner. It was like, like, four of them in a row, these giant barrels, and they were just cow heads, full, like, like, skin still on and everything, blood dripping down. That sounds like some kind of, like, sanitary issue that that company should have had to deal with. Did he try to sell the cars to the cowheads? No, as soon as we saw the cowheads, we turned around and ran. Oh, so... Yeah, we, we booked it. We didn't know where we were, and it looked really weird, and we left. We didn't look for an office. But yeah, the cowheads. Oh, man. I can't believe well, I forgot about those. You, you leave them set out, and then the uh, the birds and animals, you know, they come pick them clean. Then you've got the skull, and if the sun bleaches it, then you can sell that. You can sell the, the, the cow skull for money, because people hang them on their wall, because they want to think they're, you know... Mexican or Native American, Southwestern or yeah. you know from Texas. It's, it's it's a Western design technique. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what they were doing then. Weren't probably, I would imagine but, so. Oh man, it was so. That's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. still still not my idea of a good time. <laughs> yeah, and so I also put on for us to talk about things that have happened to us. Um, worst, best places you visited, and places your guardian parent or guardian took you. And uh, one of the best places I ever went to or happened to me, and that kind of involves my parent guardian too, um, was I was um, I was a young adult, probably probably a young teenager, maybe even just a, maybe a preteen. And uh, way back in the day, you know, you could go to Canada without having to have very much. You know, you could just drive over there. You know, no passport or anything like that needed. And uh, it was winter time, and we went to this really cool resort. And they had, like, a water slide and a pool indoors and stuff like that. I never really had thought about there ever being a place where it would have an indoor water park. And uh, it was just a pretty cool place. They had a bowling alley and stuff like that. So that was probably one of the 
best, coolest places I've ever been to that I can uh, remember. Um, one of the worst places I ever went to was probably... I know this sounds weird because it was a really cool day and stuff and I had a lot of fun at the same time, but it was probably Universal Studios. I didn't get to go on like the like tour of the place, but a lot of the rides and stuff. It just really wasn't my thing. It was a really long day, but Harry Potter World was kind of cool, but that was about it. Like that was the so. Yeah, never been. No, what's you, what theme parks have you been to? Not much, man. You've been to Disney? Uh, nope. Never been to Disney. The Disney is sorry. it on the list? I mean, my significant other wants to go to Di- to Disney World, yeah. but it's just ridiculous expenditure of cash. It actually wasn't that bad. No, it's, but it's so worth it if for for a one time experience. I mean, I, I think everybody should do it I, it's, I, uh, before they die. I was happy so. I at least went once. I don't know if I would ever actually go again, unless I had children and I was taking my child. But we all know that's not really it's happened. it's it's long lines for rides, and you pass the time by wandering around gift shops. Literally every door you go into at Disney World is either a restaurant, a gift shop, or a ride. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, the fireworks. That, really that, cool. that being said, I do love going to Disney World. How many times you've been? I've been probably six or seven times. Wow, that's a lot. I didn't think it was gonna be that high. No. Yeah, What's your favorite part? Meeting Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Um, Animal Kingdom was really awesome. Uh, the first year we went. Uh, they weren't like they were open, but not everything was running yet. Uh, second year we went to get Expedition Everest that had finally opened, and that was kind of cool. Um, I enjoyed Epcot, and um, Pirates of the Caribbean was kind of cool. Although I understand it's better now, and uh, they had the GM test track and stuff. That was when uh, the pavilions at Epcot were being sponsored, um, and they had some really cool stuff there. But uh, generally, the the experience itself is is pretty cool. Um, and just the way they, they go about doing things, I think, is kind of interesting. Knowing how things work behind the scenes and, and, and like, with the employees and stuff like that kind of diminishes the experience a little bit. But all in all, I, I think it was positive, especially when I was a kid. You know, it was it really is the, the most magical place on Earth. I actually only went to Magic Kingdom. I didn't go up to the other parts because we only, we only got to go for one day. No, I yeah. So we only got to go to one of the... Did you go to the Jungle Cruise? I don't think so. Jungle Cruise is cool. Oh, wait. Was that the boat The ride? boat ride? Yeah, yeah. I did go on that. Yeah. Yep. Went on that. Went on the Pirates. The Pirates thing was awesome. I liked that. That was fun to me. So. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean was fun. Yep. Although, you know. They're. Now, I, now, you know, there's that story about how Johnny Depp just shows up there in costume sometime and, like, hides out in the ride. Yeah. And, like, he'll still pop up, like, in places. Because like, they have, they, they've adapted, they've changed Pirates of the Caribbean, so it's like the movies now. Um, so the characters and stuff like that, and sometimes it'll be the actual Johnny Depp in costume as Jack Sparrow. Yeah, that'd be pretty just cool. Really but I, I believe that happens at Disneyland and not Disney World. Well, that makes more sense because that would be in California. Yeah, much yeah. more sensible. That makes way more sense. So well, the fireworks at the nighttime and the stuff like that uh, was cool. We caught, oh, the fireworks sure at Epcot's fantastic. Yeah, we caught the tail end of the parade too at the end of the day. That was kind of neat. So. Um, so what that, you both are telling me is I should go at least once. You should go and, you, should, and, and you should take the lovely Miss Faith with you. Okay. And uh, she will enjoy it. You will enjoy it in spite of yourself. Um, 
but yeah, do it once before you die for sure. Okay. I would stay at the resort. Don't lodge at the resort. Oh, really? No, I'm sorry. I can't get on board with that because it's prohibitively expensive. Um, But there are plenty of decent, less expensive hotels close by. Okay. And they make, I mean, parking and everything there, they've got the system down. Uh, You know, you you park where they tell you to park. A tram comes by. You hop on. It takes you to the monorail. The monorail takes you into the park. Super easy. Um, but there are some great things. Plus, it's easier to get out and experience some of the other things around in, in Orlando to do, which there's a great variety of stuff in Orlando, even if you're not going to theme parks and stuff like that. They have some of the best, like, putt-putt golf courses, if, if that's if, if something you enjoy. The food selections are fantastic. They've got the world's largest McDonald's there, um, which has a play, a play place and the um, and an arcade and a lounge and, like, a menu like you've never seen at a McDonald's. And... Um, they have like a five-story go-kart track and stuff like that. So there's lots of cool things to do in Orlando when you're not at Disney World. So I, I definitely recommend staying off property. No, okay, that's a good recommendation. That's a recommendation to all of our listeners. Um, by Ken and, and Disney, if uh, you like, not affiliated like with Disney with, in any yeah, way. I'm just I'm just throwing out there that it's a great place to go in Orlando in general. It's a, it's a fun place to visit. Yeah, when I went, I wasn't staying on site, but I thought it would be in hindsight. In hindsight, that would have been nicer to stay um because it's easier to get to everything but i guess it really depends on what your budget is and stuff like that too so yeah budget constraints and whatnot yeah so speaking of that let's say you know because i i don't think i'd enjoy it much that much but let's say that it did so what what would be like a surprising place that you didn't think that you would like that you just kind of went just a past time or whatever and ended up wanting to stay longer the entire city of columbus ohio are you being serious? Wait, yeah, I are am. You being serious? I am. What's well, so okay? You okay, so explain. that's hard. That's hard to say, and and I'm gonna give you a little bit of backstory here. Ken is a diehard University of Michigan fan, and he said that he would like to stay longer in the home of the enemy. Yes, uh, Columbus, Ohio is the is, is the home of the Ohio State University. Um, what back back when I was married. My wife had to go there for business. She was she was working in Columbus for a week, and I went along with her. Um, it was kind of an impromptu trip, and uh, yeah, I, I I really thoroughly enjoyed my time. She was at work all day, so I just had the I had the run of the place, um, and I would wander around. and I and I, I, I went to a couple of cool. Um, there were some cool parks, and they have a conservatory there that's fantastic. Uh, I found my probably my favorite bookstore of all time, uh, the Book Loft in, in German Village. Uh, it has 32 rooms, I want to say, of books. It's uh, it spans across a, a city block. Uh, there was a uh, they have a topiary garden that that was really cool. Uh, that there was uh, they they had set it up to look like a painting from a certain perspective, uh, which I thought was really excellent. Uh, just a generally enjoyable city easy to navigate uh nicely nicely maintained it was it was yeah i was i was very impressed with columbus and and to the extent that i've actually considered going back there for a long weekend or something like that just so i can kind of check back in with all of the stuff that i got to experience when i was there cool jonathan oh man well we can let jonathan think for a second um mine was the botanical gardens in washington dc we were Faith and I were there, and we were 
kind of wasting a little bit of time because we had to go to the Senate and the House at a certain time to view the floor proceedings, and which I would highly recommend doing just to see how it all works and what these people are doing and where they're at. I think it's really neat. But we were wasting time. We're like, well, the Botanical Gardens is really close to the Senate building for the most part, so let's just waste some time there. And I thought it was fantastic. We had a ton of fun there, and we wish we could have stayed longer. And we, we might even go back just to revisit the Botanical Garden and the Arts Museum while we were there. But I can also tell you this. What I was disappointed with, and I had high hopes for, was the Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C. was very disappointing to me. Talking about the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum? Yes, the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum was I, quite disappointing. I the the highlights, you know, Spirit of St. Louis, uh, Apollo the Castle. Castle, all of that stuff is very cool. But beyond that, when it comes to an Air and Space Museum, I actually prefer the Air Force Museum at Wright Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, um, just for the uh, Wait, the experience. And it's like another little... another Ohio place. <laughs> yeah, another Ohio place. Are you, Ken, are you... you just want to go Ohio. To Ohio, Ohio, uh, Ohio is is not my favorite place in the world. I'm not I'm not going to go so far as to say they're the armpit of America. I don't want to offend anyone who lives in Ohio. But I don't care for it generally. But there is some cool stuff there. That's fair. Um, I'm actually planning a trip to Ohio at the end of August. But were you talking? You talking about the Botanical Gardens? You're talking about the National Arboretum. Uh, I think it was the National Arboretum. Yes. That, uh, did you see the Capitol pillars? I did. Yeah. That um, that's actually really cool. There's another place if you like um, outdoor nature, like you know that kind of thing. There's a place, uh, Dumbarton Oaks, which is in Georgetown, that is a kind of a little hidden gem in Washington, D.C. Um, they have some of the best landscape gardens in the world, as far as I'm concerned. They're fantastic. Really? Yes. Uh, if, you're, if you're ever in D.C., uh, I highly recommend checking it out. It's a good place to wander around um, and just kind of experience the, the beauty of, of really well-done, mature landscaping. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I wish I'd known that. We probably would have went there. Right, that sounds cool. So, so Jaybo, what do you what do you what do you got for uh, most surprising place? I don't know, man. I'm torn because most of the time I'm so meticulous when I'm planning on doing something or going somewhere that like I know I'm gonna spend a good amount of time there. But I want to say it was probably Niagara Falls. Really. Yeah. Were you on the U.S. side or the Canadian side? I was on. Uh, I, was, I actually have only visited on the Canadian side. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's the best. It's cleaner. Yeah, there's so more stuff to do. I was literally like, I don't know, maybe thirty feet away from the water's edge where the water was going over, and the sound and the the just the feeling of the raw power right there is just, I, I didn't want to move away, so, I definitely want to go back and I want to experience it again. Uh, the last time I was there was 2010, so that's, that's been, been a while. while. So, but yeah, that's that would definitely be something cool I would want to do again. And I could just imagine just sitting there and just like feeling that because you just feel the earth move, you know, while you're standing there. But it's just because of the waters and, and it's just so much water, you know, it's just going over and over and over. Um, second to that, probably be Key West. I would love to go back to Key West. Yeah, but did you think that you enjoy it when you went? Was it surprising that you enjoyed it as much as you did? It was. I was surprised that I enjoyed it as much as I did, for sure. Um, mostly because of the piano bar, the dueling piano bar, 
and I never really thought that would be something that I would like enjoy sitting through and stuff like that. But it's probably one of my favorite memories from that trip. Really interesting. Good to know. Yeah, and the only reason we left is because we wanted to go see more things. Like we left sitting at that location, so we could go see more things that night. But I, the entire time I was looking at everything else, I was like, man, I really want to just go back there. So that's cool. I kind of feel that way about um, Arabian Nights and like medieval times, you know, like dinner show stuff where they do these big elaborate productions. Um, I'm like, okay, yeah, fine, whatever, you know, it's a touristy thing, we'll try it out. And it actually turns out being really cool. I've been to medieval nights. I was in high school. Um, I want to say it was my sophomore year for band. We went to Chicago for a competition. And uh, on our way back through, we stopped at Midwood Nights, and that was a really interesting experience for sure. Um, wasn't what I expected at all, and uh, but, I, but it hasn't been something that caused me to want to go back yet because I haven't been back. So, I, I mean, maybe it did kind of trigger the thing of wanting to go to the Renfest and stuff like that, you know, but. In general, I have not been back to a medieval time since then. And uh, we'll be right back, guys. <laughs> 